It's recruiting wrap-up Wednesday here on Locked on Boston College. We're going to give you some BC football recruiting news and some basketball that you're going to want to know. All of this and more on today's Locked on Boston College. You are Locked on Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here. Thank you all for listening. Today's show, we're going to talk recruiting because it's our we have we have our themes. We have Mitch Monday. We have recruiting wrap up Wednesday, and we have our mailbag on Friday. So recruiting news. So as I said on yesterday's show, this weekend is going to be the biggest weekend probably so far this season or this off season for Boston College football in terms of having visitors coming to the coming to visit Chestnut Hill. I have on BC Bulletin for premium users about 12 names of players you're going to want to know and uh, some names you already probably know like guys like Jaden Skeet from Catholic Memorial. He's a wide receiver um, and then some new names that you probably aren't aware of but it's not for our recruiting wrap up today. We're not here to talk about uh, the, the visitors because um, that is information we'll get into and um, on the site, and you'll find out more information about it later. But there was a new interesting offer given out by Boston College Football on th- on Tuesday to a defensive end that was committed to Georgia Tech but decommitted about a month ago. Zachariah Keith, a 6'5", 260-pound defensive end from Douglasville, Georgia, uh, just received an offer from Boston College, and this is an interesting one. We've seen some good defensive ends that have been getting offers from the Eagles, but I, I'm a big fan, and I'm sure a lot of you guys are, of getting kids from the Georgia area. You get some really good talent when you go down south. He has some good offers, and the big one to watch for is Michigan State. Michigan State is uh, on 247 is considered warm. You never know, though, with Boston College kind of nipping at their heels, this could change quickly. He also has offers from Buffalo, Coastal Carolina, and Liberty. In terms of speed, runs a 4.98. Not the not the speediest defensive end, but 260. He's a big dude. You know, he seems more like a power defensive end more than a speed defensive end, and he's almost kind of a tweener. You know, if you know what I mean by that, that's like kind of the weight between um, a defensive end weight, which is usually around 240. And a defensive tackle, which could be anywhere from 280 to 300. He's 265. So he's like right in the middle there. Now, you got to imagine that if he gets in and they're recruiting him to be a defensive end, he'll probably have to cut some weight. If he if he's going to be a defensive uh, tackle, they'll have him put on a little bit of weight. You know, he's going to kind of go in the middle there. Uh, but he was an interesting name that popped up because um, I think – Whenever you see a guy that, you know, a new name, especially in the class of 2023, it's someone you want to watch for. He's a three-star. He's uh, the 48th-ranked edge rusher on 247 Sports, so he's a a very highly-ranked recruit. Um, And so he's one you're going to want to watch for for Boston College football. And in terms of basketball recruiting news, it's interesting because if you're looking at recruiting, it's basically the class of 23, uh, 2023, 22, excuse me, with Donald Hand at Prince of Ligby. Uh, Chaz Kelly and Armani Mighty, that's all locked up. They're all signed. They're ready to come to campus in July. That's done. The class of 2023 is Fred Payne, a point guard from 
uh, Springfield, uh, Spring, Texas, not not Springfield, Spring, Texas. He plays at the Legacy, the School of Sport Sciences, which is quite the name of a school. Uh, well, he has a bunch of offers, and Boston College is in it. He's the class of 2023, ranked a two-star, but he was also in that prep school classic that uh, Armani Mighty was in two weeks ago, and Jamie Shaw of On3 Sports um, really had a lot of praise for Fred Payne, so he's that perfect kind of under-the-radar recruit that seems to like have a ton under there that could ha- see his recruitment blow up, or he could be a real steal. So if Boston College pushes, he might be a real nice find. He's 6'1", 165. He's got class of 2023, so he's got another year. Uh, but you're going to want to start getting those class of 2023 guys coming up soon. So BC, they're going to have a couple spots for the class of 23, and depends on transfers and things as well. And that's kind of the next topic in terms of recruiting that I want to talk about is basketball recruiting. Because a lot of people have been asking, is Boston College going to have transfers this year? And they're bringing in four true freshmen. So that basically uh, washes out with three of the, so all four of the seniors that left. So Fred Scott, who left earlier in the year, um, James Karnick, Mackay Ashton Langford, and um, Brevin Galloway. So you had those four kind of just wash off there. Now, if I remember correctly, I did last year a chart analysis of BC, and I remember they had one extra recruiting, uh, one slot. I don't think they filled. Um, And I might be incorrect there, but I think they have another spot. But I have to think that Boston College is still going to lose a player in the recruit in the transfer portal. I th- I would imagine most of the starters, Quinton Post, Demar Langford, um, Jaden Zachary, even Kanye Jones. I'm get I, I'm guessing all those guys will stay. It's more the fringy guys that you might not see stay, and that could be anyone from like Gianni Thompson, which I know would be a bummer for a lot of people. I, I he just didn't seem to find a role this year. Um, James Van, uh, Justin Vanderbon, excuse me, who I don't think has a role either. Um, and then Bre- uh, Dexter McLaughlin, who is a true freshman that I don't think ever saw the court. He could have been hurt. I just didn't see him. Um, those three might be someone you. They might be names that could. I'm not saying that they will, but there might be some names that pop out. And I think what's important to watch for are some of the offers that BC's making because they're already going... You're starting to see it come up. Now, one name that I've seen... I've seen BC already linked to two names, which makes me think they even have they either have a spot available or they're gonna there's a spot coming. Um, the, and both of them are from smaller schools. So, Brown transfer Jalen Ganey is one that I've seen BC linked to. 247 didn't link him to him, but the, the Twitter handle Verbal Commits, who's a great site to follow if you want basketball recruiting news... Uh, they linked him. He's a 6'9 power forward from Brown who won Ivy League Defensive Player of the Year each of the last two seasons while averaging 9.3 points, 6.9 rebounds, and 2.1 blocks per game. So, big man that can play defense. Does that sound like something that Earl Grant would really like? Uh, absolutely. So, he's an ex- interesting one to watch. However, he is going to be a very, very big um um, commodity on the transfer portal. He has offers from Pitt, Temple, Loyola, Chicago, Loyola, Merriman, Georgetown, Creighton, Iowa State, Arkansas, Old Miss, Virginia Tech, Oklahoma, Pepperdine, Georgia Tech, Appalachian State, College of Charleston, Marquette, and Penn State, including Boston College as well, which I've seen on another site that he was linked to. So he is a, a very sought-after commodity, um, and let's see where BC lands on that one because that would be a huge get for BC 
obviously could fit in kind of to what the TJ Bickerstaff role has been. Um, but maybe he can shoot a little better because I know Bickerstaff struggled with that. And there's another name that came up on Tuesday was guard Ethan Wright of Newton, Massachusetts, uh, ironically, who played for Princeton the last couple of years. He's a senior grad student, averaged 14.6 points per game, 6.9 rebounds, and shot 50% from the floor. He was a... Um, Sorry, a 40% three-point shooter, so excellent from from beyond the arc, which is Boston College has a huge need for, and played 32 minutes a game. So he's a big-time player for... for the Tigers, and he's playing right now as I'm t- I'm speaking in the NIT against VCU. He has 11 points against VCU in the in the opening round on a very good Princeton team. So he's someone else that could you could watch for. He already has offers from Penn State, Minnesota, or not offers, or has heard from Penn State, Minnesota, Richmond, uh, Loyola, Chicago, LMU, at UIC, which I don't even know what that is, USF, Elon, Santa Clara, Albany, amongst others. Um, so he's an interesting to watch. If he wants to play closer to home, there, there isn't much closer than Newton. Now, in a moment, I'm going to tell you about a BC women, former BC women's basketball player that is going to break some um, ceiling, glass ceilings in college football. You're going to want to hear my thoughts on that in just a moment. Let me tell you about Stad here. Man, do I love March Madness, and I love those brackets, but I can't remember the last time I actually went deep or even won any money. I'm hedging my bets this year with Stat Heroes NCAA Pick'em Contest. Stat Heroes NCAA Game Pick'ems pit the star players against each other in an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. Take control back from those handicappers that always seem to have the advantage. Start focusing on the players you know best with the gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long odds, or funky props. Stat Hero gives you the advantage, resulting in their gamers winning four times more often. Why? Because Stat Hero eliminates the mystery about who or what you're going up against. In addition to their pick'em games, they have dozens of lineups you can comb through to take on head-to-head. They simply post sets of players for you to take on with a set of players you choose. Stat Hero is easy, and it's fast to get your sports action fixed. Simple, sleek gameplay will have you playing in minutes. This was what Daily Fantasy was meant to be. Sign up for right now at stathero.com and slash locked on and use promo code for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on and use promo code locked on for a 100% match. Stathero.com slash locked on, promo code locked on, terms and conditions do apply. And now if you're like me, this is pretty much the time of the year where you have given up on your New Year's resolution. But not this year. I'm sticking to my resolution to eat right thanks to Bill Bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Have you tried the puffs? I'm telling you, I've been talking about the puffs for months now. If you haven't, you are missing out on one of the best built bars, a tasting treats that they've ever made. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallow, they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors including cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, and banana cream pie. They're so good. I'm, my mouth is watering right now thinking about it. Low-calorie, high-protein. You're going to want to replace your candy bars with this because listen to the flavor profile of one of these built Bars. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Where are you going to beat that? You're just not going to. And check, they got some great flavors too. And even if the ones that you are thinking about, they're probably thinking about the same thing, and they're going to have those up on the, on the website at some point. So head on over to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15, and you're going to receive 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. 
This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here. I'm the editor and publisher of bcbulletin.com. Wherever you're, whenever, wherever you're browsing, make sure to hit that bookmark button and make sure you check out bcbulletin.com couple times a day to get all your Boston College news. And we actually have a new newsletter. If you go to my Twitter page, BC at Bolton BC, you can sign up right there. If you're not if you're busy like I am, you don't have the time to actually look at the website. Every week I am going to send a weekly newsletter. It's super simple. You get all the the good details of all the news that you want to know and it's sent directly to your email box. So check out my Twitter account to get signed up for that. And uh, if you don't have Twitter and you want to get on, email me at bostoncollegesi at gmail.com. I'll make sure to add you to that list. Now, this next news piece is something that's a little different, uh, and it doesn't involve a current Boston College player or someone who finished her her career at BC, uh, but it's a really interesting news item nonetheless. Milan Bolden-Morris has become the first women's graduate assistant in a Power 5 football team. She's going to join the Michigan Football School. Um, yeah, Michigan Football School. Michigan Wolverines. Michigan Football School sounds like a uh, the Washington football team. Um, to work on Jim Harbaugh's staff. Now, Milan Bolden-Morris, you may recognize as a name, she was on Boston College for uh, two years as a basketball player before transferring to Georgetown. Or, sorry, three years before transfer- transferring to Georgetown, where she played the last couple of years. So she's a BC former BC basketball player, and she's um she's she's breaking some barriers by becoming the first women's graduate assistant. Now Harbaugh released a statement that said, "I have always believed in providing opportunities for individuals who are passionate about football." And Mimi, that's Milan, is someone who has shown that drive to become a football coach. Harbaugh said in a statement released by the school, "Mimi reached out and expressed an interest in our graduate assistant positions when we had multiple openings." this spring. We had some great conversations and I came away extremely impressed with her desire and ideas for coaching and for making us a better team. Mimi is very bright, intelligent, and competitive young woman who will be a great addition to our staff and offensive coaching staff. We look forward to having Mimi transition into this role working with quarterbacks. We can't wait to see her new perspective she brings to the team. Now, I know some of you are probably out there. I saw the Twitter uh, I don't want to call them trolls but that's kind of what they are tweeting about why is she going to be a coach she didn't play football all that good stuff and um doesn't really honestly matter i on in my opinion you don't have to be a football player to be a football coach now there's lots that have been but there's also coaches out there that have never played a down of collegiate football i think of mike mcdaniel the new head coach of the miami dolphins and you look at him he's 59180 um, he looks like he's there to fix your computer. He's never played um, any football, at least as much as I know, past the high school level. So, I mean, and if he's just played at the high school level, that's the same as anyone who probably, I mean, it's not that far of a difference than anyone who's watched a lot of film or goes to scouting school and things like that. So she can learn. Um, I think this is really cool. You saw like women basketball uh, coaches start to get involved in men's coaching. I mean, um, Becky Harmon of the Spurs, and she's as highly regarded as any coach. I know she's played, but I'm just saying getting new perspectives and new ways of looking at things is not the worst thing. And it's a graduate assistant. Who cares? So I think this is a really cool uh, opportunity for her. And, you know, she's going to probably get some opportunities to check out the offense. And, you know, she's going to work with quarterbacks. And I am all about, uh, you know, women being involved and more often and getting different chances. It's... It's, you know, you can complain about this. Some of you do. And I, I, you, hey, 
if that's what you want to do, all the power to you. I complain more about coaches that have no talent getting 18 chances over and over again when it's clear that they're not the right answer. And you know exactly who I'm talking about. There's NFL coaches up and down, um, you know, like Gary Kubiak and um, Lovey Smith was just rehired. Um, there's coaches that have not shown very much in terms of success, and they get thousands of opportunities. When you get someone new who might have a different perspective, you know, some people get angry about it, but I get more angry about the guys that are part of the old boys society that just kind of, you know, take those spots because they haven't shown anything. They haven't shown that they deserve it. And Kubiak and Lovey Smith may not be the best options, but you guys know who I'm talking about. The guys the guys that have coached before and failed and then they go to another place and they fail. And it happens all over the place. Um and I think there will be more women's coaches. You know, maybe not in football, but you'll see them in baseball, you'll see them in hockey, you know, these coaches that know how to how to communicate, how to draw plans and, and, and really are good motivators, it's going to happen. And it's great to see someone who went to Boston College uh, actually do something about that. She ended up, her, her, um, her comment was, um, coming from the basketball world, guards and quarterbacks are one and the same. Both had the ability to make decisions under duress, read defenses, take care of the ball, and execute with precision and accuracy. Um, and she's going to begin at Michigan on June 1st after she graduates from Georgetown with a master's degree in sports management. So good luck. I think that's just a fun story. Um, you know, there was also that kicker uh, from Vanderbilt, and I know she got a lot of crap for it. But I think Milan Bolden-Morris should be a really interesting one to watch. And we'll, we'll, have to keep, we'll keep an eye on her here on the podcast. Now, in our final segment... We're going to get into some news items, including two hockey players finding new deals, one with a team that many didn't expect to happen, and one BC football player gets an NIL deal that you're going to want to hear about. But thanks for making Locked On Boston College your first listen every day. Make sure to check out Locked On Bracket Breakdown March 14th all week right here on the Locked On Boston College podcast and on our YouTube channel. College basketball experts Chris Gordy, Andy Patton, and betting expert Lee Sterling give you in-depth breakdowns on every matchup. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible to find your local chain auto parts store with parts that you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the other person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, something you can do in the comfort of your own home? Head over to rockauto.com and save time and money when you use their site. Why choose to spend 30, 50, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership when you can head over to the Rock Auto family business and save money? And they have low prices for everyone, for including do-it-yourselfers or those mechanics that like to do work. Go to explore their easy-to-use website and find the solution to your auto parts needs. And make sure when you head on over, you write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Welcome back. This is Locked On Boston College. I'm your host AJ Black. So here's our uh, end of the the news, uh, end of the podcast news segment where we kind of talk about all the news from BC that kind of fits nicely into a little news segment. These are all things that don't really, for me, include a you know like it's not like a big topic, but. Hockey was a big one to talk about. Now, no, there's no news on Jerry York or anything like that. But this is the end of the year, around the same time that all the BC players last year signed their contracts. And just like clockwork, Boston College got eliminated by Northeastern, and all the signings start again. 
Now, there's no huge players leaving. These are all seniors that you expected to leave. But Mark uh, McLaughlin, a Bill Ricca native, is going to play for his home team as he signed a two-year entry-level deal with the Boston Bruins. Now, this comes after um, McLaughlin scored 76 points over four years, including four goals and 36 assists, and had 32 points in his previous uh, season this year. He also played on the men's national team. This is a homecoming. I'm sure this is a dream come true for him to play for his home team. Now, he went undrafted in the 2018 uh, NHL entry draft, so he could sign with any team, and I'm sure, you know, he probably would have signed with any team, but when you get the opportunity to play at home and play in front of all your friends and family, you're going to do that every single time. So good for him. Um, I don't know how, you know, he'll probably go right down to Providence and play for the Bruins down there for a while. We'll have to see, it, uh, you know, if the Bruins need him, if they call him up. I'm not I'm not familiar of the Bruins. I know the Bruins, but I'm not familiar of their needs right now. But good for him. That Congratulations to Mark McLaughlin. The other news revolves around uh, Drew Hellison, who played for BC for three years. A defenseman, he signed a three-year entry-level contract with the Anaheim Mighty, uh, not Mighty Ducks, that's, that's showing my age right there. Anaheim Ducks, he was just traded by the Colorado Avalanche along with Josh uh, for Josh Manson uh, yesterday, and he signed his entry-level deal. He was uh, on that Team USA with Mark McLaughlin this past year. He's more of a offensive-minded uh, defenseman. Had four goals and twenty-five points this previous season, um, and he'll be another one to watch for in the NHL. So, get a little spread out here. You know, not all your BC. You don't want all your BC players on the Avalanche. You get a few here, a few there, and you can watch the NHL and see them representing all over the place. So, two there, and so th- th- I think that's going to probably wrap up the NHL. Signings. I don't think there's anyone else on BC that will probably go pro yet. You can watch for Jack McBain. We'll have to see what happens there. But the other news uh, that I thought was really interesting is, you know, all the talk about NIL. And, you know, we've talked on the podcast that you're going to get guys like, you know, Bryce Young, Arch Manning, um, Williams of USC, all these big name guys. They're getting these big, massive NIL deals. But that's more of the exception rather than the rule. I mean, you look at who is, um, you know, getting these deals. It's all smaller stuff. Like you look at down south and you get, you know, the whole offensive line. was I think it was UNC that got an NIL deal from a ribs place. And you get like Charlotte North who just got one from Valvoline or one of those um, oil change companies. And it's more of that stuff throughout college football. You've seen some here or there up here. As I just mentioned, North was one. You saw Brevin Galloway get one with a car dealership. Um, and now I, I, an interesting one that popped up on my Twitter feed is a place called Rhythm and Raps in Boston just uh, announced that they have an NIL deal with um, Jaden Williams, Boston College wide receiver. And they have a little video. I tweeted it at BC Bulletin. You could check out his comments on it. I mean – Cool little spot. I mean, I I love raps anyway, so he's going to be doing some stuff with them. Uh, That's the kind of stuff that you want to see more of. You want to see, you know, restauranteurs, you want to eateries, smaller businesses reach out to BC players and start doing those kinds of NIL deals because that's the kind of stuff that, yeah, that you want to see players getting that because that is where if, you know, you played for, you know, Ohio State, most players that aren't C.J. Stroud are going to get those kinds of deals. 
So you want to get that here, and you're starting to see it. That's great. So hopefully we'll see more NILs-type stuff. You'll see maybe Jakovic on some things, and that will help BCU on the recruiting trail, and I think that'll be a big uh, step in the right direction. So thank you all for listening. We'll be back for tomorrow's Thursday show where we'll get into all the news and notes. We'll talk about BC football practice, which came back for their first practice on Tuesday. We'll get into what happened there. Uh, Jeff Halfley talked about the new tight end. Well, of course, you know, we talk tight end out here all the time. We'll get into everything and all things Boston College. Thank you all for listening. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at LockedOnBC. Check us out on YouTube and tell your family and friends about our podcast. It really does help. So if you have any family or friends that like Boston College sports or you think they might like listening to me talk about Boston College sports, have them check out our podcast. Thank you all for listening and we'll see you again soon. Take care, everyone.